I have a hard time believing this is maybe one of my personal beliefs mm. is that I just don't know if there's the right thumbnail, like, or I should say the perfect thumbnail. Yeah. As creators, we want the perfect video or the perfect thumbnail. And I think one thing that's just super cool about this tester is that ideally our A, B, and C are all perfect thumbnails. It's the best of what we could come up with. The thumbnail tester will just show us that even our very best thumbnails, one one may rise to the top, but in some cases, like we've seen already, like sometimes it's like 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. And so it just goes to show like maybe if you put text on the thumbnail versus no text, you might find that it, it performs exactly the same. So I'm not even, I'm excited to see the differences, but I'm also excited to see the things where we end up in a 50-50 split. Welcome back to the Creator Files podcast. So YouTube has rolled out the beta version of A-B testing, finally. This is something I'm super excited about. I feel like they've been teasing us for years. I know. How long has it been, do you think? I mean, from the time I joined the YouTube scene, I guess, 2018, 2019, I feel like people were talking about it at that point, talking about, oh, YouTube is going to be doing this. I feel like that's one of the longest things, like features that YouTube has been talking about that just hasn't ever quite come to pass. So I'm super excited. Yeah, this is crazy. There were a couple of really surprising things. One thing that I think people get confused about is that TubeBuddy claims to have an A-B tester. Yeah. But it's a little different. Do you are you familiar with those differences? Yeah. So I actually haven't ever used it because as I looked into it a little bit more, it just wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. So from what I understand, um, the TubeBuddy A/B tester, you can upload, I think, two thumbnails um, to switch off from, but they don't run at the same time. I believe one you can set. I think you can set the time, but from what I looked into it was like I could run one for 24 hours and then the next one for 24 hours and I could see how they performed. But I think it's kind of an oversight and I get it like just based on what they could do that that's, that's what happened. You know, that's all they could come up with in the nicest way possible. But it just feels like the first 24 hours of my video are going to be way different than the second 24 hours. Like YouTube may be showing it to different audiences and that sort of thing. So subscribers who get the notification. Yeah. Completely different. So not quite as good. Right. And at that point, if you have to do it manually or somewhat manually anyways, and you don't have something running them at the same time, I would prefer to look at the performance of the thumbnail, change it myself at a time when I'm at my computer, on my phone, able to look at the analytics, not just in the middle of the night or whenever it automatically switches and then be able to adjust. Okay. Did the click through go up? Did it go down? Is there no change Mm -hmm. instead of just letting a Letting a tool do it. I mean, it's cool that TubeBuddy tried to right. tried something. Right. They were kind of filling a gap. Yeah. And I mean, they still are. We're like, everybody is still waiting for YouTube to release the tool. So I don't think it was a bad thing. I think there are a lot, you know, TubeBuddy, VidIQ, those types of tools. They're kind of filling the gap until YouTube catches up on a lot of these things. You know, they add all these features to your dashboard and that sort of thing, which is good. I think there's people who want that. Um, I don't think they're most of their tools. I don't think are necessary for YouTube growth, but I think that they're helpful. Uh, There's definitely use cases uh, for some of those tools. And I think AB testing is one of them, but it's getting close because we actually have the beta version. We're so excited about, and we just heard about it at vid summit. Yeah. 
Renee had mentioned, Renee Ritchie, the YouTube liaison had mentioned that they were rolling it out really gradually. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised we're in those first people yeah. that got it. It's it's really exciting. And so just for context, uh, Vid Summit, that was October, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe from what he said, and I obviously he, I can't totally confirm this, but he made it sound like uh, they had just started rolling it to out to creators maybe within the past few months, right before Vid Summit. So maybe like August, 2023-ish where he said they started with like 10 creators and, you know, let them test it, find any bugs, that sort of thing. And then they roll out to 50 and then to a hundred and then 500 and a thousand. And he said, that's kind of YouTube's plan at, at, at that time. Anyway, he said that was the plan to just continue rolling it out, fixing issues as it got to wider and wider uh, numbers of creators to the point where it was rolled out to everybody on YouTube. So Anyway, I'm not exactly sure where we are in that uh, rollout at this point. I don't know how many creators have it. I Um, suspect not a lot. I don't think so. For a few reasons. One is that we have, what, a dozen channels Mm -hmm. Um, between all of us here, our personal channels and just channels we have under different brands, probably more than Probably even more than a dozen. Yeah, maybe 20-ish. And we have not seen on any of other channels. Another thing is we have the Project 24 community. Um, which is our program for growing websites and YouTube channels. And we have hundreds of members in mm-hmm. there and a pretty active community and nobody has mentioned having it. Yeah. So I think it's pretty uncommon still, but in Avid Summit, they said they thought it would be rolled out pretty widely, maybe not to everybody, but quite widely early 2024. I imagine everyone's going to get it. I At would least hope sometime. So. I really hope so. Right? I yeah. I'm I want to be optimistic here. Are you not? No. <laughs> and here's why. Just because of what you said, I don't think it's rolled out to that many people yet. Yeah. And to me that says they're maybe running into some things, working through some issues. Mm-hmm. Um because I mean October at the time of recording this, that was months ago. And it was already being rolled out at that point. And they were hoping to continue rolling, you know, I guess every week or a few weeks is from what is what I understood. So if the pool is still pretty small, it just means that they haven't rolled it out to very many people yet, which means things must be delayed. So I don't want to be like a downer. I want to be optimistic. This is something, like I said, we've been waiting for so long, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about it. That's a good point, Nathan. If and there's no point of a beta test, if you're completely sure you're right. ready to roll it out. Right. And yeah, if it's going slower than maybe they alluded, there were no guarantees, but you can't have guarantees on a beta test. Right. You just so. never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Especially as you implement it on channels of different sizes and languages and everything. It's just like, how is it going to, how is it going to work? And the way they're approaching the tool is, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's insightful, but maybe a little more complicated than what everyone just expected right out of the box. Yeah. So the metric on YouTube, when you go to your analytics, is always a click through rate for thumbnails. Right. Oh, we can't even see anything else except for, I mean, that's what we look at for assuming mm-hmm. that's tied to the thumbnail, right? They are measuring it in this new metric called watch time share. Yeah. And to my knowledge, there is no watch time share stat. Not like, that you I've couldn't seen. have it because right. unless, I mean, they could maybe if you switch the thumbnail halfway through, but no, I've never seen anything yeah. like this. So watch time share is, they are measuring it by how much watch time total each of the video each of the thumbnails are getting right in the test so if you have thumbnail a and thumbnail b and maybe more people click on a but 
people that are clicking on B are watching longer. It'll mm-hmm. get a longer watch time share. And then YouTube will say that one's doing better, that it's getting, you know, 50% of the watch time share as opposed to 40. The other surprising thing is we also have C. It's ABC testing. Right. They're giving us three options. Why do you think they did that? <sighs> I mean, we've been talking A, B, A, B, like, like, I mean, that's normal. You A, B test something. So why right. the C? To me, it just feels like it must be calculated. It mu- there must be a reason why they're throwing in that third option. I mean, they're taking it a different direction than I expected. I mean, click through rate. That's the thing. Like you have a thumbnail. It's like, how well did that generate clicks to your video? Yeah. So the fact that they're going at it a little bit differently, but then they added a C, it just makes me wonder what, like, why, why would they do that? I never thought about that. You're right. It never crossed my mind. I just thought, great. We have three. Yeah. Huh. What are your theories? I honestly have no idea. I have to admit when I first heard about the watch time share, I wasn't a big fan. Mm. I think that it has merit, but we've always used click through rate. Mm -hmm. We haven't used watch time share or whatever. I just feel like, and maybe it's a good way to compare the two thumbnails, but in the beta version, as it stands, we're not shown any other data other than the watch time share. And to me, it feels a little limiting because, okay, great. The thumbnail generated more watch time, but what about click-through rate? Like, I want to know, like what, just as a channel owner, I want to know, like, what if I had a thumbnail that generated 12% click-through rate and then one generated six, but the six happened to get more watch time. Like, that's good to know. I feel like that's great supplementary data because we want more watch time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I want to know what elements on my thumbnail are generating the higher percentage of clicks. I feel like we're missing that piece. I'm really hoping that since we're, it is still in beta, that hopefully that could potentially be added. But yeah. we haven't heard anything about that yet. Yeah, I get the point that they, like this could have gone very wrong, mm-hmm. which is probably what they realized is if they only had the click-through rate, then yes. suddenly we have clickbait galore because people realize that the most clickbaity version right. is getting the most clicks right. and people are clicking away right away. And then they're like, why is my watch time down with the new thumbnail tester? That could be a disaster. Yes, I totally agree. So I, I appreciate that they have this, but yeah, more information would be mm-hmm. so cool. It feels a little controlling or like they just don't trust us. Like we don't trust you to tell you what the click through rate is, right. which is probably justified. So we're just going to yeah. give you this watch time share. Okay. So here's another scenario I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on. And I honestly don't know, even Mm -hmm. though we have run a few tests with the beta version. So you run the test, you know, let's say we just test two thumbnails. So we have thumbnail A, thumbnail B. Yeah. You can run the test for various amounts of time at this point. So let's say we run it for 24 hours. I don't know. Just an example. At the end of the 24 hours, let's say we say, okay, there's a clear winner here. We click, we pick that winner. Did we get the click through information do we get it at that point once the test is over do we are we able to see what the click through rate on the winner is or did we miss out on the click through information like i would imagine youtube's harvesting the click through rate information right, right. they've got to be keeping the data somewhere but I, I guess i haven't noticed if we end up getting that data at some point i haven't paid really close attention but to me i guess i assumed that is such a good question nathan i assumed that it was just the total. So you, we can still see the click-through rate on the regular analytics page. And I assumed that was just a total of mm-hmm. how all of them are doing click-through wise. And even when you change it to being, you know, you select the winner, 
I assumed it was still showing the total up to that point, and then going forward, it'll only show the click-through rate of the winner that you then assigned to be the only one, but we should pay more attention. Okay, so yeah, I'm actually kind of, I guess, answer the question. This is really okay. interesting. Nice. So I just went onto our YouTube dashboard under analytics and then to the reach tab. And when I went to impression click-through rate, when I clicked on that large, I guess I should show you so you can see. Mm. When I clicked here on this large uh, impression click-through rate box, it has a little note. During the time period we were running the test, it gener at this point, it, it generates a little note that says, a thumbnail test was running during this time. This shows total click-through rate for all tested thumbnails. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe it'll grow on me a little bit. Yeah. I think watch time is important, right? And so, yes, I think ideally we do take watch time into account. Like if you get a 25% click-through rate, which is awesome, but people watch three seconds of your video because you don't deliver, okay, like that's a problem. Right. Like you said, it's almost like they don't trust us to figure that out on our own. Maybe they just don't want to be blamed for people's, you know, watch time going down because people start using more clickbaity thumbnails. I don't know. Um, I'm not 100% sold yet. Right. Maybe I'll get there. Unless they are super neck and neck. Mm-hmm. The one that gets more clicks is also going to get more watch time unless it's totally clickbait. Because mm -hmm. if you have 50% more, 50 more clicks, then you're going to have a lot more watch time unless right. something's really wrong. Right. So it does seem fairly similar. Right. Do you unless think they're neck and neck, which we've seen a lot of them be neck and neck in our channel. So you think they're tracking watch time per click? Probably. Like they'd have to. Because like you said, like... Total. I think it's total. So if... If five people click thumbnail B and all watch for one minute, right. all four of them watch for one minute and the fifth one right. watches for five minutes, then that's nine minutes. Sure. And so if that nine minutes huh. is beating the minutes on the other one, they're looking at the total. So it's, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's not like average percentage viewed per viewer. It's like to just total yeah. watch time. Yeah. Average percentage viewed per viewer would probably be a lot worse, a lot more misleading. Okay. I think this is actually ending Probably up pretty better. accurate. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I would like to see all the stats, yeah. but I think it'll work. Yeah. I guess, I guess that totally makes sense. My thought there was if we looked at average watch time or I guess whatever, it's like, okay, thumbnail A generated an average watch time of three minutes. Thumbnail B generated average watch time of two minutes. Like, yeah. I guess that that works, but I think you're right. I think total watch time, I guess, makes sense because that's what you want. The more watch time overall, the better. The average would be super frustrating. Yeah. Cause then like, no, I want to know which thumbnail mm -hmm. is doing better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Another thought I had about the yeah. ABC since you mentioned it, I wish there was ABCD mm -hmm. because not just for more options, but because so often we have like a little tweak. Right. So let's say we have two totally different thumbnails. One's like really simple. One's really complicated. But then like on the really simple one, we could have one that's like a mostly white background that looks great on the light version of YouTube mm -hmm. or dark version of YouTube and vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. And then for the second, more complicated one, it would be so nice to be able to have two versions of that too. Or maybe we have a more right. colorful and a more grayscale one of two very different thumbnails. It's like, it's four seems to make more sense right. than three. right. I'm just greedy. Probably if they give us four, I'd want five. Do you think it would ever get to a point where they could just, let's say, add unlimited? Because uh, I mean, at some point, maybe? it's just like the same. I mean, from A to B, 
it would pretty much be the same from that from B to C and then D to E or, you know, like, right. It's like, they're kind of just like taking the same code or whatever. And just like, okay, repeat, repeat, repeat. And then just test them all up against each other. Yeah. I think they could, but unless you have a huge channel, the more you right. add, right. Like That's true. if you're, if you're a brand new YouTuber and you're getting five views, well then you didn't get a lot of information because mm-hmm. they showed it to everybody once right. yeah, <laughs> that each true. person wants impressions, I guess. Is so maybe it could depend say. on the size of your channel or maybe more your baseline views or whatever. Yeah. Baseline views could work because yeah, a video could do better than mm-hmm. your other ones, but mm-hmm. that's a reasonable expectation. So if you had a baseline views of like 50,000 views, maybe mm-hmm. you get six instead of three. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be kind of an interesting. Or model. maybe it's a recommendation. Yeah. Like, you can upload up to six, but if you have a smaller channel, mm-hmm. the data will be more accurate. If you only mm-hmm. do three, if you're getting less than a thousand impressions, of course, YouTube probably doesn't want people to focus on impressions any more than they already are. Yeah. People complain so much about why isn't YouTube showing my video to anybody? Let's just go into what we've tested. Oh, a couple of other details on how it works. Um, you can upload up to three. You mm-hmm. can also do two. One is obviously not an A-B test. It like suggests two weeks, but you don't have to. We usually yeah. we usually shut it off in like a day or two. Yeah. It's usually pretty clear. It would be, yeah, like, I don't know. That's kind of an interesting one to me. I feel like, I don't know, within the first 24, 48 hours, it kind of feels like maybe it'll do something different than it would in the time following that. Mm-hmm. So I would be interested. I mean, at some point we will let one run the whole way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but like you said, it's like within the first, whatever, a couple hours of your video, we just... Uh, AB tested one and it was like within the first two hours I think it was like a 60 40 split one was clearly in the lead mm-hmm. and so we were just like yeah let's go with that for now I do wonder like a week down the line does the one that wasn't performing as well up front does it swap could it potentially start performing better yeah I think search can be the difference right if you have a video that's going to do good in search and something different is going to do well in search than mm-hmm. on the suggested page then mm-hmm. that's when you're going to start seeing some big differences yeah that's maybe. a good point sometimes we will create uh, we have in the past anyway created a thumbnail where we really optimize it for like interest something where it was showed up on recommended like someone would be really interested in that and then we'll sometimes optimize a thumbnail for search mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah i think you're i think that's actually a really interesting point so you can stop at any time but you can't just swap one out so you can't have two and swap the third out you mm-hmm. have to just completely stop it but you can start one again so what might make sense is to see okay well you got 60 40 split on the top two in the first 48 hours so let's give the video the biggest boost possible mm-hmm. until YouTube just stop showing the 40% one, mm-hmm. do only the 60% one. And then in like about two weeks or in a month, do another test with something that seems more optimized for search right. or the same three you right. did initially and see if there's a difference. Yeah, That way you don't, it's painful to feel like you're compromising the performance of the video early on just right. to let a test run. Right. I mean, and we will of course test it just so we know, but- I think long-term that might be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Subscribers may be more likely to click a thumbnail with your face. People that aren't right. subscribed may be more likely not to. There's a lot of little nuance, but it is painful to see that one is doing way better and then let it keep running. Mm-hmm. I also just wonder if, I don't think there's any way it's happening right now, but if YouTube could show, like learn to show different thumbnails to different demographics or, mm-hmm. you know, if like if you had a channel that was, geared towards women and some of your videos are mom videos. Right. Then do you, you know, could you have two thumbnails, one that shows that you're working with your kids on something and one that doesn't. And then right. YouTube could show the one like figure out that demographic that 
the people that like that thumbnail also watch these other channels and mm -hmm. like do the spread based off that. That's really interesting. That's kind of gnarly. There's probably no reason to get that. That's really interesting though. I, detail. I was, when we were at VidSummit, I listened to a talk from, I think it was the YouTuber Jordan Matters. I think he's mm -hmm. a big photographer, uh, many millions of subscribers, but he talked about in his videos, he would always do like a primary plot in his videos, but then a subplot. Yeah. And then he would make a thumbnail for each. And he didn't have the A-B testing, but basically they would just post it with the thumbnail of the primary plot, see how it did. Sometimes if it just wasn't performing up to kind of their normal, they'd swap the thumbnail out. And then the subplot thumbnail would oftentimes do better. Crazy. Um, that anyway. was a bid summit this year? Mm -hmm. I must yeah. not have attended that so one. So an example he gave was like epic day at the new water park, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then like the subplot, was that his daughter's boyfriend came and surprised her and it was like this big grand, you know, reconnection or whatever. <laughs> okay. And so right off the bat for, he, you know, they'd post the epic water park day or whatever. That would be the thumbnail. But if it wasn't performing as well, they would post the thumbnail showing like the reuniting of the girlfriend and boyfriend or whatever. Um, anyway, he said that all, oftentimes they would be able to just swap them out and then the second one would do better if the first one wasn't performing. So wow. kind of reminded me of what you were saying. Yeah, I love that too because they're both in the video. Right. It's not like misleading anybody. Exactly. It's just a different aspect of the video mm -hmm. that people might be more interested in. Yeah. That was very cool. We should try that. Yeah, we should. I mean, we're not really story oriented right. on most of our channels, but. Right. Okay. So what we've tested, the first one we did, I think our content plan just happened to like land this way because we didn't know when we were getting the beta test and it was a video about thumbnails mm -hmm. and I was already planning on like, or debating between doing some pretty wild thumbnails for it because it was meta. It's mm -hmm. about thumbnails. And I wanted to do one that was like a blank screen just like if it looks like it didn't load or what would people think of that right. or if they're on the dark version so you can see that it did load whatever and then i wanted to do one that was very simple i think it just says i promise mm -hmm. something like that just a couple words on a blank right black screen and one on white screen so that those were the three we did one with a black background and white text one with white background and black text with a little red under, underline on i promise and then completely white one i wish we could have done a completely black one the completely white one was like a crazy gamble and i didn't really think it would do well i just thought what if this catches people's attention how far could it go if it just surprised us right the weird thing was that the plain white one was not the best one but it was tied for a second like the whole time with i believe the plain white one or oh. sorry the white one with black text right the black one with white text did the best by a little bit more, not a whole lot more, maybe five percentage points. Mm -hmm. But that's so different. Right. Like even though the other thumbnail was simple, having a thumbnail with nothing. Like basically having no thumbnail. Yeah. 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 And it tied with the other, the the second best one. They Why were both you, neck I don't neck. Know, That's just so weird to I me. Know. Did we let that test run all the way out? No. Okay. I might try it again. Yeah. And maybe even try really a plain black one because I imagine most people are on YouTube in the light version. Right. So trying a plain black one because I think a lot of people thought the video didn't load. In fact, in the comments, people said, oh, I thought the video didn't load. But if you have just black on the white version of, you know, the light version yeah. of YouTube, yeah. then I don't think people would think that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I'll try that again. It's just surprising that the two similar ones 
didn't perform as similarly than this one that was totally different right. and the lower performing similar one. You right. just don't know what to expect, which is why it's so fun. Yeah. I kind of like that method or that approach. I feel like maybe that's something that I would fall into where I take two thumbnails that are pretty similar and then maybe test slight variations and then do like a left field, just way yeah. out there. Something that, <clears throat> you know, an idea kind of way out of the box mm-hmm. to see, just to see. And I think for every channel, it'd be different. Like, what if my left field thumbnails just happen to always perform better? So I know that whatever idea I like, I need to think of something left field and it will just do better. Like, yeah. I, I'm just really excited for what this means for all the, like, everybody's channel. Depending on the types of tests you're running, it might just be little micro adjustments, things that you notice that the audience seems to like a little better. But it could, like, totally reinvent your thumbnail style to something that works double as well as it did before. Right. I'm really excited about that. It's such a fast way to learn. Yeah. I love it because like feedback is the only way to learn anything. Well, it's not the only way I am exaggerating, but feedback mm-hmm. is a fast way to learn stuff. And so the fact that we can get like hard data on this yeah. instant feedback is so, so exciting. Yep. Another one we did recently was you in like this kind of weird AI version of you. Mm-hmm. And then the other, so that was one thumbnail was Nathan next to a AI version of Nathan that looked just like Nathan, but different hair, which made him look completely kind of different. Freaky. Yeah. Who was, freaky. What was the YouTuber you said you looked like? Um, it looked like a blogging YouTuber. Yeah. Anyway, it was weird. Adam and Fre- Adam on for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, and then we tried another thumbnail that was Quebble Cop, mm-hmm. the YouTuber that this the video was all about. about. Yeah. Yes. And his AI more cartoony version mm-hmm. than we did with you. Maybe we should have tried like a more cartoon version. I of think you. so. I think so. Because honestly, when I first saw that version of the thumbnail with me and the AI me, I didn't even realize that it was an AI me. To me, it yeah. just looked like another person. It looked so different. It was shocking. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't have known right off the bat it was AI. Whereas mm-hmm. in the Quibble Cop version, it was quite clear. It was like real version and then cartoony you know, AI version. Yeah. Kind of looked more like, so I think you're right. I think that that could have made a difference, but still who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Again, it'd be cool if you could do ABC and then have right. two versions of you and two versions of him. Right. Yeah. So the, the one of the other YouTuber did better by how much do you remember? It was, um, I think that was about a 60, 40 split. Okay. So Quibble cop, um, did about 60 and I was 40. Okay. I think there's, but I honestly think there were quite a few reasons for that. Um, One of the main ones just being that he's a very well-known YouTuber. And so if that video at all got pushed out into suggested, into the world of suggested or recommended, like people would be way more likely to click on his picture than my picture. And that was the goal, I think, or one of the goals, I guess, was to see if we could get that video out a little bit farther. And it did go out a little bit farther. So I think that that probably had something to do with it. Um, but then also the more obvious differences in the real version versus the AI version. Yeah. I think that I made think a difference too. Color stood out a little more too. Mm-hmm. So many different things, but yeah. yeah, probably mostly the face that is very well known. Any other surprises you can think of from tests we've done? Um, not yet. I mean, we're still in the really early stages. You know, I think that we're still not only I'm really excited about the test, but we're still trying to figure out exactly what the best way is to test. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like you mentioned testing a light version versus a dark version. It's like, okay, we ran that test once. How do we know that light always performs better than dark? 
I guess we could go back through our entire channel and remake a light version, a dark version, and then start running tests on every old thumbnail. Mm -hmm. I guess that, I mean, that would probably be the quickest way to give us that sort of data. But as far as testing on our new videos, we just kind of come up, you know, in our ideation, we just come up with a couple ideas that we really like that we think could do well. And then we just test those. So there's just so many different ways to go about the testing that I think we're still in that phase of trying to figure that all out. Yeah. And to be honest, we're still getting in the habit of it. Yes. Because we're in the habit of making one thumbnail. Right. And our typical process anyways, is that we'll come up with a thumbnail idea and then our editors will give us sometimes one version, but typically a couple versions that mm -hmm. are just slightly different. Right. And we say, yeah, we like this or, or tweak this. So now when we're really torn, we'll just be like, okay, we'll throw them both up there. And it's sometimes an afterthought, not always. Sometimes we've been very intentional about it. We want to do better. We want to yeah. do more intentional tests very soon. Like starting this week, we're already planning multiple thumbnails now in our process. Those are the surprising things. Um, things we want to test, like you said, light versus dark, I want to do simple versus complex because this one's weird. I made a whole video recently about how great simple thumbnails are with an actual test, which is nothing new. Everybody knows that, but I wanted to prove it. Right. Which is that thumbnail I was just talking about, but that's not always true. It's just usually true. So for the beginning YouTuber, especially somebody who's not really great at making thumbnails, I think you should practically always err on the side of simple. But it's not always true. And sometimes we see our really complex thumbnails doing well. And I want to figure out like what kind of videos do complex thumbnails pair with? And when is that true? And right. like there's so, so many questions unanswered. So I'd like to test simple versus complex thumbnails more often. I think sort of in the same vein, but different is straight for forward versus a curiosity gap. Yeah. So a thumbnail where it's like very descriptive of what's going on, it might be complicated, it might be simple, probably more often simple, mm -hmm. um, versus something where you're like, what is that? I don't right. quite understand. If something's blurred. You know, how how do you find that balance mixed with the title and what works better? I think the curiosity gap has worked really well. I think some people have done it too much on YouTube. So people are getting a little tired of, mm -hmm. just tell me, you know, they stop blurring things and tell me right. they still blur things right. out there. Like you were talking about versus like tried and true. Sometimes we're even looking at past thumbnails on our channel thinking, do right. we want to emulate this one? Right. So that's an interesting thing to try. Faces versus no faces. Amateur versus pro design thumbnails. We have plans for this one. Yeah. I think this one will be kind of fun. The idea of someone who's brand new, brand new to thumbnail creating mm -hmm. versus a really well thought out plan design thumbnail. I'm really interested to see like, can we repeatedly do better? Like, is it way better all the time to have a well thought out design thumbnail or can an amateur really win too? Yeah. I think that's really going to be interesting to see. Yeah. So some of our ideas were to do it like in house with mm -hmm. some of our editors who have been using Photoshop for years and years and years right. versus like me and Nathan who, don't have a lot of experience. Right. We have a lot of experience on YouTube, but not right. Well, and I think they, I think that's good. Like that's one version of the test yeah. where it's just like I have plenty of YouTube experience, but I'm not a designer. Like our editors are like literally built for design. You know, they do the graphic, the graphic design, that sort of thing. That's exactly. not my strong suit. You know, I, yeah, I still know all the principles that go into a good thumbnail. And anybody out there who's an amateur could learn the principles that go into a good thumbnail, but then you get, when you get to the implementation of trying to design something, holy cow. One other one that I'd be really interested uh, would be like Photoshop, which would be kind of like the more, 
I guess, sophisticated yeah. versus like Canva yeah. and see if you can create a good enough Canva thumbnail that could outperform a photo, like a really well done Photoshop be amazing. thumbnail. That'd be yeah. cool. And we've thought of just having people like in our community and stuff make their own thumbnail and we'll try to make a version yeah. once in a while and see how it does. Yeah. And then you also get totally different minds behind it kind of because I mean, we have different minds here, but we're all kind of on the same page with right. thumbnail strategy. We work together all the time, but I'd be really curious what somebody else can think up versus mm-hmm. what we would think up. Mm-hmm. And then text and no text. So often we're tempted to put text on a thumbnail to explain it better, but so often thumbnails with no text at all really stand out. So it'd be nice to try when it feels like we need the text. Do we right. really need the text? Yeah. Is it really helping? I have a hard time believing this is maybe one of my personal beliefs mm. is that I just don't know if there's the right thumbnail, like, or I should say the perfect thumbnail. Yeah. I think a lot of times as creators, we want the perfect video or the perfect thumbnail. And I think one thing that's just super cool about this tester is that ideally our A, B and C are all perfect thumbnails. Like it's what it's the best of what we could come up with. But the, I think that the thumbnail tester will just show us that even our very best thumbnails, one, one may rise to the top, but in some cases, like we've seen already, like sometimes it's like 50, 50 split. Mm-hmm. And so it just goes to show like maybe if you put text on the thumbnail versus no text, you might find that it performs exactly the same. So I'm not even, I'm excited to see the differences, but I'm also excited to see the things where we end up in a 50, 50 split or, you know, 33, 33, 33, where it's just like, yeah, it didn't matter this time. You know, I'm really excited to see that because I think sometimes we, a lot of creators, especially people getting just started on YouTube, they just get so scared and it's just like, Oh, I don't know if this is good enough. I don't know if this is going to work. Do I need text? Do I need no text? Should I have my face on there? Should I not? It's like, you can test it and you might find out that it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for that aspect, not only to delineate what does matter and doesn't matter, but also just to see like some things may just be equal and it's okay. Yeah. And how much time are you spending like deliberating over the thumbnail when is the topic good? Right. Like I hate for, I hate to think that people are out there thinking that their thumbnail was the problem. Sometimes it is but when it wasn't or when yeah. there's other things on their channel that really need more improvement than the thumbnails. Yep. Also, like if your watch time is really bad, YouTube's going to stop pushing your video. Right. So there's going to be less reach. You have to look at the reach and the click through. Like you can't just say well, it was great click through. So, or terrible click through. So it was a thumbnail. It's not that simple. Yeah. So if you are feeling jealous that you don't <laughs> have this actually envious, I just learned the difference the other day. It's a little complicated, but it would be envious. Maybe start practicing right now because we're like, we're, we're already having a hard time getting in the habit of doing this. Yeah. And if you're not doing this already, by the time you get the thumbnail tester, you're not going to be doing it then either. You're probably right. going to have a hard time finding the time or finding the ideas like just practice. Yep. We've been doing a fun thing very recently where we will show Nathan and I and one of the editors will come up with a thumbnail and then we'll show the rest of the team in the meeting room on like the big TV and we'll show it for like, five seconds and we'll show two thumbnails like pasted onto the home screen. There's a tool you can use to do this. There's like five free a day. 
you want to explain how that works a little bit? Yeah. I'm so it. no, you're doing, I think you're doing a fine job. <laughs> so, I mean, basically there's a couple ways to go about this. So what you created Julia for in the meeting, which I actually liked, it was a little bit different than this tool. So the tool, basically you create a thumbnail, you upload it to the tool, you put in a title, hit go. And then basically just puts your thumbnail on the home page of YouTube. Yeah. And so you can see what it would look like when it's on the home page. What you did was pretty much the same thing, but it took it one step farther. You were able to take two versions, so maybe you know two versions of the same thumbnail, slightly different, um, and then put them both. And you just took a screenshot, I think, right, of the YouTube homepage, yep. and then you just also took the th each thumbnail and just put them over where two other videos were. I think both work really great. The tool, the free version, at least, I didn't didn't pay for it. I just like the free stuff. But the free version, you can only upload one thumbnail at a time, so you couldn't do like a a versus B on the same screen to see which one was most eye-catching. But it's a great way to look at your thumbnails and say, okay, how do these stack up against everything else that everybody is seeing? I think that that is a place where we fall short a it's lot. It's eye-opening. It's really eye-opening to see, holy cow, my video just showed up next to Mr. Beast's video. What can I do to make mine just a little bit better and so it that if that happens, yeah, yeah, it's just like when when Mr. Beast is sitting, you know, on the homepage of YouTube with his Lamborghinis and whatever, it's just like my thumbnail might as well not even be there, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, if there's anything that we can do to enhance our thumbnail that just makes it stand out a little bit more, being able to see it on the homepage of YouTube makes such a big difference. So I love that strategy, and you don't have to have a group of dedicated YouTube people to yeah. help you. It's almost better actually if you just get average people to look for you yeah it's like which one stood out to them more that's way more helpful honestly not to put anyone down here but like it's way more helpful just to get this average viewer perspective it really is and i think it's it's worth putting into that tool for yourself and probably for them if you yeah. aren't going to bother with that tool or bother with canva then please 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 don't let them look at it too long right because that is a huge mistake you can't look at these two thumbnails for three minutes each and then say which one you like better, which mm -hmm. one's more intriguing because you're spending too much time looking at nobody's going to look at it that long on the YouTube yep. homepage. It's next to Mr. Beast. Like you said, they're scrolling. It has to make their eyes stop and then make them make the decision. They don't have time to like stop and pick up on this little joke mm -hmm. you made and the analogy and read all the fine print. It's not going to work like that. So yep. whatever you do, don't let anybody look at it too long, especially if it's not put up against other thumbnails. It's like yeah. what stands out, not not which one's more interesting when you stare at it like you're at an art museum. And then you can still switch your thumbnails out. I know this has always been an option, but a lot of people aren't trying it yeah. and it's not going to harm a lot. Like you can do it for a little while and then switch it back. I don't think it confuses the algorithm really bad. We've done it plenty and never seen any terrible consequences. All right. Keep an eye on the click-through rate, see if it makes any sudden changes. But I think that's a good thing to try also with that you can change the title too right which we can't do if we're just doing the thumbnail test right i mean we can change the title while the thumbnail test is running but we can't change different titles with different thumbnails right. which would be amazing because they're right. kind of a pair yeah especially since they're trying to avoid clickbait i feel like that's a reasonable yes. thing i think but that's a big deal I, actually renee richie the liaison youtube's liaison put that on his instagram he oh. said well he said on his instagram he said other than the A-B tester, because he knows everyone wants it, mm. said, other than the A-B tester, what what tool would you like to see YouTube put out next? Okay. And I commented. I said, nice. title tester. Yeah. That's what we want, Renee. We do. I just think like it's like peanut butter and jelly. You got to have it. You got to have them together. And I think it would be so awesome to be able to test because, well, I'm not actually going to say that because we have some really cool videos coming out on the Channel Makers YouTube channel 
where we're going to go a little bit more in depth with the AB tester. We've seen some really interesting things and I am very excited to implement what the thumbnail shows, how the title and the thumbnail work together going into how like your hook and your intro, like these all play very close to each other. Like they're all so, so important. So anyway, very, very excited. Hopefully once I get this AB thumbnail tester wrote out, we can get that title tester. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you're making one thumbnail, I think just having like an AB mindset while you're making it. Yeah. Like this background's nice. Would green look better? Right. Or okay, I put text on here, but did I really consider if that's the best choice? What does it look like without text? Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to test multiple ones. Just run them by, at least in your head, you can just get used to considering more sides of the coin, especially yeah. if they're quick changes. Yep. So yeah, hopefully you all get it soon. We're rooting for you. I know. I want it soon. I know. We have it on the I channel know. makers channel. That's the only channel we have it on right now, but man, I check probably at least a couple times a week. I'm like, did I get it yet? Did I yeah. get it yet? Not yet. Do you think there's going to be a point where they just give it to everybody like all of a sudden? Or do you think they're going to keep widening the pool like this? I mean, my guess is they'll keep widening the pool. Mm-hmm. There are so many YouTube accounts. I guess I don't know the exact number, but millions of yeah. YouTube accounts. And so I would imagine that they're going to probably be pretty strategic about it. Just yeah. because if they rolled it out to, from 50,000 to you know a million, it's like a lot could go wrong there. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's just my take. I have no idea. But Yeah, we'll see. Cool. Well, check out Channel Makers. Subscribe to that YouTube channel if you want to see updates on what we're testing and more visual stuff. And we will talk to you guys next time. See ya.